For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Use the code word REBEL for a discount on pillows, sheets, pet beds, and everything else at MyPillow.com. Woo! Rebels, it's that time. Can you feel it? Are you ready to be a great parent? Do you want to feel like you're back on your honeymoon? Well, we believe in you and God believes in you. Rebels, it's time to join the rebellion. It's time for Rebel Parenting. What's up, Rebels? All you powerful parents, hope you're having a great week. We've got a fun program for you today. It's a Moms on the Mic with the Atomic Mom, producer Kay, and our friend Kara Kate James talking about not just surviving, but thriving in motherhood. It's such an important topic. I think sometimes we get stuck in survival. We're just trying to get past one more day and one more day and one more day, and there's just no breathing room. Kara Kate James, great topic, great author, great interview. Here she is right here on today's edition of Rebel Parenting. Oh, hi, everybody. Welcome. Mom's on the mic. Moms. Mom. Hey, mom up. (laughs) Yes. I keep saying this week I've been walking around going, mom up. Mom up. (laughs) Yeah. So today we have Kara K. James with us today, and we are just excited to have you. And we thank you for your time and uh, thank you for your diligence and being obedient and writing this book. We just want to jump in and hear about your story. And I mean, I read your story Mm -hmm. and it was powerful. So I just thought lots of the moms out there listening would want to hear your journey as a mom, just to set them free in their yes. <laughs> journey, the messiness of it and being a mom. Yes. And so we just thank you for your time. But of we would course. love to hear a little bit about your story and why you wrote the book and everything. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, thanks for having me. I love sharing about the book and my story. Um, so I wrote the book because I was struggling as a mom. And I wanted to write this book for moms because I am still struggling every day Mm -hmm. and I share a lot of my story of where I came from and where I am and where I'm going. And so I wanted moms to know, you know, we're all struggling in motherhood. I'm right there along, you know, with you. It's not that I have come out of this and I have made it and (laughs) here is how you make it with me. Um, I'm still struggling each and every day. And so you know, I wanted to write this now while I am right in the midst of crazy, chaotic life. Mm. And so that I could come along alongside other moms and say, we can do this together because I felt like that was really important because I think so many times we read, you know, I don't really classify my book as a parenting book because I will never write a, here's how to parent well, because (laughs) I don't think I'm there. (laughs) But I think a lot of times we read those kind of books from women who have, you know, raised their kids and that Mm. wisdom is so great and we need that. But I think it's so good for us also to hear from women who are right here with us. And that was what I wanted to do was just come alongside other women and say, I'm here with you. I'm in the trenches with you each and every day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, life is hard, but there's so much goodness that we can find in this. And, and it helped me so much to find joy in motherhood as I shared my story and, you know, every day it's hard. And then I come back to, and every time I have these conversations, I'm reminded, Oh, wow. You know, I, I really do love being a mom and, you know, I'm so honored to get to do this. And even when I have to like, hide in my bedroom like I am right now (laughs) to talk about it. Um, 
it's such a joy to do it. So yeah, so that was kind of where the book came from was just a really hard season of when I had three kids under the age of three and it was difficult and Mm. really trying and motherhood broke me because I had created this pedestal of, you know, that I put myself on of, of, I am just this great mom. And Mm -hmm. I thought everyone should follow me because look how great I am. And I can show you how to be this great mom. And I realized, oh, I can't do any of this on Mm -hmm. my own. And that I needed, I needed God to show me how to parent. And that was, and so the book is really just my journey through motherhood breaking me and then Mm. really beginning to thrive as a mom. Well, and I think so many moms listening can identify with that. Mm -hmm. Just, I Mm -hmm. think we come into motherhood with all these images or ideas or thoughts, expectations, expectations of what it's going to be like, who I am, who am I going to be in this role? And and that's what I love. Your book addresses so many of those issues. And one of them that we were laughing about earlier, like (laughs) I didn't even know I was an angry person until I became a mom. Exactly. I I didn't even know I yelled. Yeah, no, right? no, no anger in any other situation except for motherhood. <laughs> now I'm a yeller. Yes. Who became yes. a yeller? Like, mm-hmm. wow, I've never used my voice like that before at another human being. <laughs> yeah. Did that just come out of my mouth? <laughs> yeah. And that yeah. breaks us. And if we can't laugh about it or cry about it, mm-hmm. I don't think we can ever get past it. Right. And then Absolutely. the moms will stay stuck in the cycle. But you just address it wonderfully. Um, oh, thank you. Just being tired and exhausted, especially yeah. in the mm-hmm. early years. I mean, yeah. uh, for myself, I'm a little bit past. My youngest is seven. So mm-hmm. I'm a little bit past the sleepless nights. And But I yeah. know many yeah. of our listeners are just right there in the beginning mm-hmm. or pre-mom. Mm-hmm. Like they just want to be yeah. moms, you know. Yeah. That is such a huge, even just in talking to some of my community about this book and asking, you know, what are the things that you have confronted as far as mom guilt? Like what you said, you asked your group of people Mm -hmm. um, what their mommy guilt is. And that was one of them was that expectation of, Mm -hmm. well, when I was younger, I thought that motherhood would be like this and I would be a mom mm-hmm. like this and there's so many people that struggle with maybe losing a child health issues mm-hmm. their husband isn't at home so what would you say to the mom that is in the thick of the chaos of motherhood and their expectations have been pushed to the side and they're experiencing this whole other reality of this is hard. <laughs> so what would you say mm-hmm. to that, that mom? First of all, I would say you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Cause I think so many of us think, Oh, I'm the only one that is struggling. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one that has these unmet expectations. Mm-hmm. And, and I think so many times we battle with that and we and I know I've been there. I'm, I struggle with that in so many ways still, you know, and my kids are a little bit older now also, but I still struggle with that. And well, nobody else feels the way that I do. Yeah. Nobody else struggles in this way. Nobody else feels like this, but we all battle with this different things of guilt. And mm-hmm. no, it, no matter what it looks like, there's yeah. somebody else struggling with those little voices in our heads right. of whatever it is whatever the little voices are telling us, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think a lot of times if we can come together and remind each other, 
that those voices are lies Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we just, we can come together and say, Hey, you're doing a great job. Like, and just remind each other. A lot of times I will tell my friends, Hey, I saw you do this thing with your kid and, you know, and just be able to remind them that how great of a mom they are, because especially for me, if my husband tells me he's my best friend, the person I'm closest to in the world, but I'd never believe him. (laughs) And I don't know what it is about that, that, you know, He's always like, I told you that and you didn't believe me, <laughs> you know, but, but you feel like he has to say it. Right. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, you're obligated That's your to say that. Yeah. That is your commitment here. Yeah. But when somebody on the outside tells us, you know, hey, I saw you do this or, you know, I appreciate how you do this mm-hmm. with your child. It means so much to us. And yeah. so when we can kind of break down those, those guilt or the the expectations that we put on ourselves by just coming together with other people. Mm. Um, mm. It can really make a difference. I think that's true. Well, and I went on a walk with a friend the other day that it was something that I had noticed with actually my kid said it was like, you're speaking like so-and-so. And it was like, I was affirming my son and he was like, Oh, you sound just like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I would totally want to know that I sounded like that. (laughs) So I told her, I was like, hey, just so you know, my son thinks that you speak this way, like an affirming, kind way, and that he attributes that to you. And just having that feedback feedback of like, oh, oh, wow. Like even my neighbor's kid is noticing that I'm trying, I'm trying to speak Mm -hmm. life into my kid. I don't know. I just think if we actually spoke out what we were thinking more Mm -hmm. of that affirmation to other mothers, it would make a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Encouraging words. It's one of my favorite things to do. I know. (laughs) It is. (laughs) That's my gifting. That's an easier one for for me to do. So how do you with your what are you seeing with the moms and their struggle with guilt, like the moms that you're in engage, engaged with? Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of their specific, you know, I struggle with this? Or mm-hmm. what have you noticed? There's so much. Um, and I kind of I took a poll when I was writing the book and listed things out because I knew, you know, I struggle with so many things with guilt, but I wanted to know what different moms struggle with. And there's so, I was actually surprised mm. that there's so many things. Cause I thought it would be this, the normal things of, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not spending enough time with my kids yeah. or I'm, I'm not feeding them the right foods or yep. those yep. things, mm-hmm. or I'm, you know, but it was just the detail things that surprised me, I think mm-hmm. of, you know, just the little things that we notice as moms. Um, just, I did this one specific thing and I'm afraid it's going to ruin them for life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think that we beat ourselves up so much over just the little things mm-hmm. um, that are not really in the long term are not going to impact our kids. And I always try to remember my childhood. Do I, I remember like, one specific day and one specific, you know, <laughs> thing an adult <laughs> that changed the course of my life necessarily, you know? So I always right. try to think like, is this thing I'm saying to my kid right now going to change the course of their life? Mm. Probably not. Yeah. You know, maybe there will be something, but most likely the fact that I yelled at my daughter because she left her shoes out and I asked her 47 times, mm-hmm. it's probably not going to affect her for 
her entire life, you know? And so we, we can't beat ourselves up over the little things. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what I see so much is just women beating themselves up over every little thing. And I right there too, because I do it too. Cause that's what I struggle with are the little things. Um, that's my biggest battle is the daily mundane little things that I struggle to let go. And I think that that's what a lot of moms struggle with is just letting little things go and focusing on what is important. Mm -hmm. And, and I talk a lot about having, um, having an eternal perspective. Mm -hmm. And if we can have an eternal perspective in motherhood, it kind of changes our mindset of what really matters. And do the shoes really matter when we have an eternal perspective? Mm -hmm. And easier said than done because I definitely get upset over the shoes every single day. Um, because it's just life and Mm -hmm. I want the shoes put away because they drive me insane Uh and I trip over them, you know, but you know, when we can have an eternal perspective and think about the things that really matter for, you know, the long haul Mm -hmm. and what really will change the course of their lives and the conversations that matter with them and really taking the time to sit down with them and say, okay, this is, this is why this is important. You know, my, my six-year-old has a tendency, we say that she is a a storyteller and Mm -hmm. she has a tendency to lie, but we say that she's a creative storyteller. And so, you know, so if I can sit down with her and tell her why her creative storytelling sometimes is a problem and Mm -hmm. why that is a sin, you know, and point her in the direction of truth, Mm -hmm. you know, that is the most important thing rather than just saying, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. That's, that's wrong. You lie, stop lying stop lying because I said so, you know, of just correcting them because we want them to obey our rules. Mm -hmm. And I think we struggle. I struggle with that a lot. I want you to obey my rules because I want you to fall in line. But when we can look at things through just this lens of what really matters and what will point them back to Christ, Mm -hmm. then that really changes so much for us. Yeah, yeah. I love that because it feels like you're opening up a space for them to be human mm-hmm. and for you to be human and just like yes. not to disregard your authority as a parent mm-hmm. by any means, yes. but also yes. here you are going to give an account to to our mm-hmm. Lord at one day. And mm-hmm. let's start yes. now, even as a young child, you can just, right. you're instilling them that favor. Oh, mm-hmm. I love it. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Rebel Parenting. Hey Rebels, this portion of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at Save the Storks. Save the Storks helps moms with an unplanned pregnancy. And that's my story. I was an unplanned pregnancy. My birth mom was 16 and faced an uphill battle. And a pregnancy resource center in her area helped her carry me all the way to fruition and then helped adopt me into my family. And Save the Storks helps pregnancy resource centers across the country with stork buses providing mobile ultrasound machines where four out of five moms choose life after seeing their baby on an ultrasound and hearing the heartbeat. Over 6,000 babies have been saved on stork buses. Please support Save the Storks with your prayers and visit SaveTheStorks.com to become a monthly sponsor. Join the movement and help us revolutionize the meaning of pro-life. For more information, visit SaveTheStorks.com. Welcome back to Rebel Parenting. Did you miss us? Well, I want to talk about, there's something that I'm super passionate about. I know you are too. I have noticed 
a lot of, and you talk about it in here, a lot of moms just say, oh, I'm just surviving. Mm -hmm. And, but we are called to live an abundant life. So let's, can you um, talk about that for a little bit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is, I mean, that is the heartbeat of that book. And it is something that I am so passionate about because when I started out as a mom, I had three kids under three with the, you know, and I, so many women were telling me, okay, being a mom is about surviving. You are just going to get by. And then one day they're going to be grown and you'll get back to life and you'll be good again. Cause I mean, I was struggling. Mm-hmm. I had three little babies and it was rough. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's moms out there listening that are like going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how can I do this? Mm-hmm. I can't. And I tell the story in the book that one day there was a woman that gave me a big hug and said, you can thrive in this. You can do it right here. And, and it was really eye opening to me to know Mm. that the gospel, the truth of God's word was for me right there in the midst of difficult motherhood. Mm. When I was, all I was doing was wiping bottoms and Mm -hmm. feeding babies and up all night that, that God's word was for me too. That, that abundance was for me and Mm. that was transformative for me. And so that was really my mission was to tell women that, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. that you can find that abundance wherever you are in motherhood. And now I'm in the, you know, elementary years of kids, you know, fighting over shoes and (laughs) we're entering preteen and it's, you know, way different now, but it's, fun and different, but you know, it's, I can find abundance in every stage, no matter what that looks like. Mm -hmm. And so I think we, it's so easy though, for us to fall into that survival mode because it's that, okay, I just got to get through this season. I got to get through this day. I got to get through this hour, whatever it is Mm -hmm. that we are struggling with. And so we kind of get our minds in that just focused on whatever hardship we're facing Mm -hmm. and we forget, you know, it all, a lot of it goes back to that eternal perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, we forget the, what we're doing and we forget how important it is that we're raising God's people right here in our Mm -hmm. home. We're not just, our job of being moms is not just being dictators and, you know, trying to get these little people to follow, fall in line and follow our rules. But you know, we are raising them up to follow him. And so it's so easy for us to forget every day when, you know, I spend half of my day in the car going from this school to that school, to that practice, Mm -hmm. to this thing. And so, you know, it feels a little bit like survival mode when I'm like, oh no, I got to make dinner. I got to do, make lunches for the next day. I got to do, check this homework. I have to do this thing. And and the end of the day, I'm like, oh, did I even have a normal conversation with my child today? <laughs> mm-hmm. Was there anything important in there? Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that the, we just have to remember that in every season, no matter what it looks like, if you're rocking babies at 2 a.m. or you're, you know, battling teenagers, that there's abundance in that. Mm. And it looks different in every season and stage is what I'm learning. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's good. And God teaches us new things in each season. Mm-hmm. Well, just being open to letting him teach you. I think yes, uh, absolutely. I, I love it because I feel like Mom Up, that book is not allowing any moms to um, take the easy way out. 
mm-hmm. and just live by the labels or live by like, I can't do it or this is too much right. and just to press in and, and move forward and be like, no, you're God's child. He wouldn't leave you high and dry. You know, right. and I love that because I think for me, I had a colicky baby also. I know I read that in your book, but mm-hmm. um, it just felt so despairing. Like, is this child ever, yes. ever going to stop crying? <laughs> Are you ever going to be fun? <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, this is not what I expected. I, I need to um, really take a look at what I'm up for and what I want and what what is this child up for too. Like I have to become, Mm -hmm. we've had someone else on our broadcast, but I have to become a student of my, Mm -hmm. of my child or else I'm going to miss what God's doing in my life and what God is doing in their life. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Mm. That's good. And it's such a perspective shift to the surviving Mm -hmm. to abundant life. And it's, I know in my own life, if I just switch the conversation in my own head of Mm -hmm. this is hard to, this is opportunity Mm -hmm. for me to grow. And yeah. So I think to the point of the book, it is a lot of shifting your whole perspective. Would you say? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you hit on that. uh, I think on every theme of thriving moms Mm -hmm. of asking moms to thrive, like getting off your ideas Mm -hmm. of who you think you should be or Mm -hmm. the shoulds, as we call it here at Rebel Parenting, all the shoulds that we have. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. What would you say to the mom that's like sitting there living in the should land or living in the, you know, the labels, (laughs) the label, (laughs) label land? Um, Because that's easy. I mean, we all face it. Yeah, it is easy. And that's exactly what it is, is a a mind shift change. And for me, it was just waking up every morning and going, okay, I get to do this. Mm -hmm. I choose to do this. And so (laughs) I think that's what it is, is just getting out of bed every morning and saying, I choose abundance Mm -hmm. over survival mode. And I'm not a morning person. And so in the mornings, when I wake up, it's easy for me to step into survival mode when I'm battling everyone out the door to school and doing all the things that are not super fun, you know, Mm -hmm. and I, it's easy to fall immediately into survival mode. But I think we just have to, the moment our feet hit the floor, we have to shift our minds and focus on what is important Mm -hmm. and immediately choose. Um, Instead of, you know, I talk about, I do talk about labels in the book of, we put a lot of labels on ourselves as moms and as women of, we just let the world kind of tell us what, what we yeah, right. should be. Yeah. And and then we just were like, okay with that. And instead of listening to who God says that we are, and we have to take those labels off and not let the world tell us who we are, because then we pass that on to our kids and we don't want that to happen. Yeah. We don't want, you know, I, I'm raising, I have four kids, but I have three, my three older kids are girls. And so it's important for me to, my girls, what it's, strong woman who knows who she is in the Lord and figuring out this boy thing because boys are, you know, raising a girl that really knows who she is in the Lord is really important to me right now because that's really what it, where my focus yeah, in your mind toward abundance every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how would you, because um, you talk about identity and motherhood mm-hmm. and you talked about the labels. So there's a distinguishing between labels and finding your identity how would you unpack that? So I talk about the labels in the way that 
we put labels on ourselves of, you know, from anywhere from things that have happened to us in our lives. And so we just say, well, I'm, you know, I, you know, maybe we went through a hard marriage mm. prior to um, damaged goods or relationship with our parents. And so we assume our kid or, you know, just for me, I'm, I'm very type A and I'm a perfectionist. And so I kind of put that label on myself. Well, this is what my personality type is. It's allowing me in that instead of use that. And I think that when we can focus on what our identity is in Christ and see, you know, kind of take off what the negative parts of our labels are, because sometimes our labels aren't necessarily all that bad. You know, being a type A person isn't bad unless we are using that in a negative way. You know, maybe we're always nagging our kids to pick up their shoes because apparently that is what I keep going back to. Apparently <laughs> yeah. that's my issue <laughs> yeah. um, thing that we do is like we, and it's like, well, that's just my personality. So I'm just that way. Mm-hmm. And we become, we just stick that label on ourselves, And instead of saying, you know, maybe I need to actually, I have, you know, the fruits of those is peace and I need to mm-hmm. be a little more peace needing everything to be in order because I think that it needs to be firm. And so I think that we can find a lot of, there's a lot that we can learn Hmm. those labels that the world gives us. And I mean, even just being just a mom. Yeah. Oh, I hate that that word. I talk about that in the book. I'm just a mom. I hear it like that when someone says it. It feel, yeah, so unimportant Mm -hmm. when being a mom is so important. It's Mm -hmm. such a vital job. And I always tell moms, it's really one of the most important jobs you may, may ever do. Mm-hmm. Important job you ever do. And I may never, ever do anything in my life that is more valuable than raising my kids. Yes. And that's great. And I will be thrilled if that is all I do in my life. Mm-hmm. So. Amen. Yeah. And I think going against that lie that the just a mom, I, people, I can see in their reaction that sometimes they shift and like, oh yeah, it, this is an important job. This is mm-hmm. it, just having the community to remind you of your identity in being a mom and how great it is to be a mom. Yeah. Mm. Right. So true. So at Thrive, do you guys have a, like a meeting place, like a mops type? That's the only reference I have for it. But do you guys meet regularly and do things like that together to encourage one another? Yeah. So our community is is all online. So oh. mo- I mean, mostly we actually do have um, community groups. We have local groups all over the world, actually. So we have resources that women can start groups of their own um, just to help women who maybe need want to. We have resources that they can do that. But we have. Um, we have like an online Facebook community that we have that women are a part of that they can connect with um, online. But uh, we do provide local resources for women. That way, people can connect in person yeah. and have the resources to help. That's great. That is awesome. Well, cool. Well, where can they find more information about Thrive Moms? Mm-hmm. Social media, we're at Thrive Moms. Um, our website is thrivemoms.com. There you go. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. We're having some technical difficulties on this end. I don't know if you can tell it on your yeah. end. Yeah, it's kind of cutting out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and then check out Kara Kay's book, Mom Up, mm-hmm. if you want some encouragement. 
I was encouraged and I was challenged in a good way. I like it. And thank you. I'm so glad. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for your time. We appreciate you. And thanks for having me. Yeah. God bless you. Thanks for listening, Rebels. We appreciate you. We also appreciate Care Kate James for coming on the podcast. And we definitely appreciate the voice of the martyrs. Persecution.com is their website, helping those being persecuted for the gospel for more than 50 years around the world. The Voice of the Martyrs, one of our great sponsors here at Rebel Parenting. When you support them, you're supporting Rebel Parenting. God bless Rebels. We'll see you soon. Rebel Parenting is produced by Rebel Media House. And when you need a little help with your marriage or parenting, and everyone does, you can find it at rebelparenting.org. Sign up for the Rebel Update by texting the word REBEL to 444-999. That's R-E-B-E-L, and the number is 444-999. We love it when you share Rebel Parenting with your friends and family, so thank you. God bless. Thanks for spending your time with us, and we'll see you next time for another episode of Rebel Parenting. Rebel Parenting.